welcome to Ontario Outdoor Pursuit, your total Ontario hunting podcast. This episode of Ontario Outdoor Pursuit is brought to you in part by Titanium Archery Products. TAP specializes in high-performance bow accessories that are designed to improve bow control and accuracy in addition to reducing vibration and shot noise. TAP manufactures stabilizers, quick disconnects, and string stops, plus much more. Use discount code Ontario Outdoor Pursuit, no capitals, all one word, Check it out at TitaniumArcheryProducts.com for your 15% off purchase. Titanium Archery Products, not just another carbon copy. What is up, everybody? Welcome back, OOP in the house. In your house? In my house, the podcast room. Chilling with the podcat. Podcat is chilling as well. Uh, Pebbles, thanks for joining. (laughs) Um, I want to start out with a big thank you to everyone that um, listened to the last couple of casts and got a submission in to grab some free shit. Yeah. It's free. I mean, why wouldn't you just message in for free? Wait a few, actually. If people were smart, they would just download the episode and fast forward it to the end and (laughs) just try and find that code. Yeah, but we didn't tell them where it was. Remember, we specifically said we won't tell you where it is. But like that is some like CSI stuff where you could, you know, really. that's fair. Right? Investigation. like. Yeah, we're going to announce at the end of the episode who won. Right, uh, yeah. So we're going to make you guys listen to this. Or if you just listen to what I said, then you're going to fast forward to the end and... Yeah, we got all the names down on the laptop, so there's a little roulette, and I'm going to spin it. Cam's going to say stop, and it's going to land on a name. Roulette, way to play. And then, uh, yeah, we're going to, if you win, just, uh, you know, DM us your info, and we'll send that out to you this weekend. Yeah, we will get that out stat. Yeah, so. Uh, This week, we are going to be covering um, Marcello's hunt of success with, uh, for Goose. Yeah. Yeah, very successful. That was uh, awesome opener. Why don't you get into that? Yeah, so we did... uh, the early goose season, uh, we went up to the Wyerton-ish area. So Mackenzie. What and is I, that for distance from London? Uh, it's about a three-hour drive-ish. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, right around three. Um, we were a little bit more north of that, to be honest, but whatever. Um, so anyways, we Mackenzie and I packed up the truck and trailer, went up there, uh, met up with or stayed at his girlfriend's house. So um, got there everything we knew where we wanted to hunt he had scouted it the week before got his girlfriend to scout it the night before and uh opening morning we went out there and um we killed 11 geese in the morning so we had our nice spread out there and uh it was actually really funny how it ended up being we we had some birds working our spread and uh ministry shows up they walked in and uh that was kind of funny. At first, we were a little upset because they walked right in the field, and we're like, oh, man, like, what the heck? And we were all legal anyway, so we checked all the paperwork, and the uh, the guy was like, yeah, like, it's like, sorry, you know, I'm sorry to interrupt, but, like, you guys have a really nice spread because we do have a really nice spread of decoys this year. And he's like, uh, you don't really see too many spreads like that up here. And we're like, oh, yeah, right on. Um, anyway, so he had, he knew where there was a pile of birds, and he said, I don't know who owns it, and we, uh, we know a lot of the farmers in the area. So um, we ended up finding out who owned it and invited two ministry officers on a uh, goose hunt. So That's almost unheard of. Yeah, so the second day we uh, hunted with two uh, conservation officers and did really well. Uh, the end of the, you know, we were up there for three days. The end of the three days we had 71 geese down. Wow. Zero bands. You guys hammered them. Yeah, we did well with zero bands, which is kind of funny. Um, it was awesome, though, like, Mackenzie the night before was like, uh, hey, like, you know, we're we're hunting with the M&R. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, I know you. Don't be stupid. I was like, oh, come on. 
that's hard for me to, you know. So we uh the listeners know you. <laughs> they do too. They yeah. heard. So we were laying in the layouts and I couldn't help myself, so I turned over to the officer and I kinda said, uh just joking, I went, Hey, uh, you got any more lead shot? Like I just I'm out and uh I don't really want to use steel and so he just kinda gets up and looks at me, starts dying laughing and uh anyways we all kinda had a good laugh. We were just kinda poking jokes and they were they were awesome guys to hunt with and you know, I don't want to say their names just in case, but um, they know who they are. They knew who I was, which is kind of cool. Cam was still home, so I do want to know his name too. But that was it was awesome. He was like, "Hey, I know you." I was like, "Hey, right on." He's like, just from the podcast. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, that's you're from." Wicked. He's like, "You're from OOP podcast." I was like, "Yeah, that's a like, great feeling." Yeah, it was cool. You had kind of the same experience. Yeah, recently last week uh, I had met um, uh, an old coworker of Steve's, and he uh, just we we shook hands. He said, "Hey, I'm Mike." I said, "I'm I'm Cam." And uh, Steve goes, yeah, Cam's got uh, Ontario Outdoor Pursuit. And he goes, holy shit. He's like, you know, hey, man, like that. It was super cool. Yeah. Super nice guy to meet. It's um, awesome. So I wish him the best of luck on hunting. I think he said he was getting out for moose. And uh, he had lots of cool stories to share with us when we sat down. So that was uh, that was a pleasure meeting him. But it's always a cool feeling yeah. to get that, yep. you know, recognition. Oh, yeah. So uh, and I wanted to save some stories because I want, I want Cam to, you know, hear him for the first time here. So. We were, uh, we were on this ditch line in a field, and uh, so we had all our layouts, right? And uh, we had the, like, the ditch was right behind us, so every time we dropped keys, we were throwing them in the ditch. And uh, this solo comes in, Mackenzie gets up and just hammers him, like, instantly dead. Flies right past our heads, lands right in the ditch in the pile. We're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Perfect. Nobody moved. Perfect. We're good to go. Um, we were, this solo came in early in the morning. There's, there was a few of us in layout blinds there. So... <laughs> Someone uh, who was calling the hunt was like, kill him. So Mackenzie got up the first. There were so many guys. Like, there was, I think there were six guys that hunt. So I was like, okay, whatever. It's a solo. I don't really care to shoot it. So I got up and just watched, and I saw Mackenzie's gun come up first. <laughs> All you hear is, it just clicked and everyone else shoots. So I started laughing. I guess his bolt didn't shut all the way on a semi. Oh my God. So it was just, it was so funny. He was just like, Oh, come on. <laughs> like he technically would have killed that bird, but like, it was just so funny. It was awesome. hunting. got to meet some awesome guys. Um, those two M and R guys were amazing. Um, you know, the one guy was really good at calling, um, super friendly. And that kind of goes to show you, like, it's nice to, you know, you talk, be legal and, Talk to the M and R and Yeah, they're just regular people too. They're yeah. usually for the same reasons. They yeah. just got, you know, at the end of the day It's just a job to say it lately, someone's gotta be an asshole. Yeah. Right? And if that person wasn't in their position, how out of hand would we be? Yeah, no, absolutely. And they have a job to do and we respect that. Yeah. And uh no, it was just it was just cool to kinda you know, any questions we had we could ask and stuff. So you know, absolutely. I kinda said to the one guy, I was like, Hey, um, you know, we kind of had this discussion with our moose group and we were wondering if it's legal because you're not allowed to carry a rifle in an archery only big game. Mm-hmm. You are allowed to carry a 22 unloaded in an archery big game. Money. Rifle. That's yeah. We were just discussing yeah, that because, for quite Cause we time. said, you know, we want to carry a 22 on our backs for yeah. a grouse, yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. unloaded. Yeah. But archery for moose. And he's like, archery only season. I was like, yeah. He's like, yep. As long as no higher than a 22. Really? Yep. That's good to know. So we're good to go. And you know what? We did learn it, but there, heck, there's so many things. and it was, There's gray you know, zones. Yeah, there's exactly. There's a lot of gray right? zones. Exactly. Good way to put it. Yeah. Uh, so, no, that's good clarification. Yeah. Um, we had, I think the one day we had like close to 20 ducks land in our spread. Goose season only, right? So we're like, that's so tempting. Like, oh, yeah. obviously we didn't do it. Obviously we're not stupid, especially knowing the MNRs in the area. It doesn't matter if they're not. 
Um, we always like to be legal, but it was just kind of really funny. We we're just all joking, and we're like, "All right," kind of looked at the end, and we're like, "Hey, man, first shot, all yours." And <laughs> start laughing, and it's like, "If you shoot that duck, I'm gonna call the ministry on you right now." And both of them <laughs> just start dying. Like, oh, it was it was a good experience. Like, yeah. So, hey, how many ducks did you guys end up getting? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> podcast just goes mute for a minute. Yeah, no, I'm zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. No, obviously zero. So. It was cool, though, just to see him work the spread, and uh, the one guy was just absolutely phenomenal on the calls. He was just bringing all these geese. Um, you know, we were up by the lake and just watching all the... We saw a few migrating flocks, which is nice, because the cold front came in, so... Yeah, weather um, was definitely in your favor. It was, like, 8 degrees the one morning. Yeah, like, it, it was, was cold. cold. I, I brought a jacket laughing. I was like, I won't need this. Needed it. Yeah. Needed absolutely. it a lot. Um, we went to Timmy's, and we... Uh, you know, we always stop at Timmy's in the morning. It was like 3.30 in the morning. and uh, we're, were you able to get in? What's At Timmy's? Yeah. Yeah, at Small Town Timmy's. Yeah, so th- here's the deal. Like I heard on the radio, because they advertise that they're open 24 hours or open anytime, breakfast anytime. That's, that's false, because me and Steve tried going one day, and we couldn't. We Is couldn't this get here in? in Calgary? This was, um, shit, now where was that? I want to say that was here. That was here. We were actually on the way to the airport okay. for Calgary okay. and no dice. Like it was just closed? No lights, no nothing? Oh, there was people in there, but we couldn't get in. Like, it we, <laughs> Yeah, it was like, uh, okay. That's weird. Huh. I mean, their coffee's not even that great, so. No, it's horrible. <laughs> it's just water, bean water. And I know I'm Canadian, and I love maple syrup and bacon, but man, do I not like Love Timmy's. sipping syrup, love, slip, like, <laughs> love slinging pucks. Do you not like Timmy's? No, not one bit. No. So, uh. And he was getting in there, and the one guy, we're all in full camo, and he's like, uh, well, what are you guys hunting today? Uh, you know, we're going after moose in the Bruce. You know, we're in the Bruce Peninsula <laughs> after moose. He's like, oh, yeah. I didn't know they had those around here. Just died laughing. We're like, no, we're goose hunting. Like, <laughs> wow, you led the guy on. Man, it was 3.30 in the morning, and it was just really funny. And uh, we tried to get uh, Mackenzie's girlfriend her first goose because yeah. she just got her license, and uh, so a solo came in one morning and this was just us. There's four of us on that morning. So, uh, we're all sitting there and, uh, this solo comes in and he's like, Hey, like, is it cool if Caitlin takes? And I was like, yeah, absolutely, man. Like Caitlin's all yours. Like you got this. And anyways, she's in the blind beside us and all he hears, my safety's on. We're like, shut up and turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you tell us that? Oh, that's right. So if your safety's on, you don't have to tell the guys, just click it off and <laughs> shoot the damn bird. Uh, but yeah, like you said, it was very successful. It's good to, you know, get some stuff, meat in the freezer, some birds on the ground. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So why don't you like brief, brief us on that a little bit? Cause man, 71 birds, that's a lot of cleaning. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So like, what do, what do you want to know? Like how we clean them or like, what are you thinking? Well, I know how you clean them. I've done it yeah. before, but like, I don't actually, know, 71. S- when did you guys do it? I don't, like, sorry. Real quick. I don't know if you saw Ray from Kickaboo actually post an instructional video on how he to did. Press, yes. Which, and that was a very good video. Yeah. And if you've never posted um, sorry, you've never cleaned a goose or debreasted it, or he did the leg meat as well. Yeah. Um, that's on the website. That's on the Facebook. Yeah. So I was telling my dad, the YouTube that's on oh. their Facebook <laughs> and, uh, you can actually see how to breast these geese and it's really how awesome. How many Kronas did you say you had? I'm at one. This wow. is embarrassing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we, it was just like the one morning it was flock after flock after flock and they were just loving the spread and the guy who was calling, like, I'm okay at calling him. 
decent. You're you're pretty damn good at calling. Don't sell yourself short. <laughs> I was right I was calling out the window today, and like we were driving tr- truck behind truck, and I was calling out the window. Yeah, Cam. we were kind of doing <laughs> some scouting tonight. Yeah, and... so Cam stops. He pulls over. He's like, "Man, did you hear all those geese behind us?" I was like, "I am so sorry. That was me." <laughs> <laughs> Legit. Like I was like, "Oh man, I, this is perfect. Like they got to be around here somewhere." <laughs> yeah, you can hear a whole flock now. It's yeah. just me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I got some awesome calling tips from that guy. Like, I wouldn't be a week ago. I was okay. Now, just from the tips he gave me, it's like, this is awesome. Yeah. Um. So anyways, yeah, just like they were coming in, shots were rolling out, bird after bird. There was points where it's like you're running out there trying to grab these birds off the ground, and there's more birds trying to come in. That That's uh, a blast when well, it's all over the, the place like that. Yeah. So the last day, we got permission to a field that was, without a word of a lie, 300 plus birds in there. Nice. Like clockwork and like small flocks, like flocks of 10, flocks of 20. And all different times, so it's perfect, right? Like, you don't have to worry about shooting one giant flock, and yeah. they kind of screw off. So uh, we go to the farmer, and he's like, yeah, yeah, right, go back in there. He, or no, sorry. First he said, well, I got, he's like, you're allowed, but I got another group of guys in there, so you're going to have to check with them. We said, okay. So we got the guy's name, didn't know his address, didn't know his phone number, nothing. So we became, like, 16-year-old girls and stalked the shit out of Facebook <laughs> and found the guy. Kind of works wonders. Yeah. So the we, times of need. So we found him, and then we found his mutual friends, and we found that he had a mutual friend with uh, Mackenzie. So we called that mutual friend and said, hey, do you know this person? Can we have his number? He said, yeah, no problem. Got his number, texted him and said, hey, um, we heard you have permission in this field. We got five and a half dozen full-body avians. Uh, we got two shooters because it was just Mackenzie and I at that point. And we're like, you know, like, we can call. We can do all this stuff. Do you want to join up for a hunt? He's like, yeah, like, I got me and one other buddy. Let's go out there. Uh, so it's four people, it's 40 birds potentially. And we're like, okay, this is awesome. We're like, let's go meet up for an evening hunt. We'll meet up at like three 30 PM, set up blinds, set up decoys, everything. He's like, all right, this sounds awesome. Good. Uh, farmer calls us at around three. He's like, Hey boys, uh, I got some bad news. The neighbors in the area were complaining about gunshot noises the other day from the other group in there. We're like, okay. And he's like, there, he's like, it's not just one neighbor. A bunch of them are just complaining about the noises. He's like, so I'm going to ask, can you guys not hunt it? And we're like, okay. Like, you got to be respectful. It's his yeah, place. For sure. But it just, we are like, if you lived in London, I'd understand. You're in the city, you're hearing gunshots, sure. Why would you live in a small farm town and not like gunshots? That's kind of the way society is now. So, anyways, we, so we had to go. move into the country and yeah. you'll never find someone from the country moving to the city, but. no. Nope other way around and they just they can't handle it yeah. they, they need to go right back to their subdivision so as we drove by that field and there's uh hundreds of them again so we had to hunt another field but um we already shot up that field didn't go that well um so you back to uh my question do you guys clean birds like every night after your hunt oh yeah, yeah. every either if we did a morning hunt we'd come in for lunch clean all the birds then um and then if we went back out for an evening hunt we clean them right after so what did you guys get for, because you were telling me earlier, you kind of divided up the meat. What did you guys get Ooh, as a total for meat? We took home about 30 pounds. Nice. So that's about, no, maybe more. No, no, we took home 30 birds. So that's about 60 pounds. Um, that's wicked. Yeah. It's a pretty awesome start. And then once this early season's over, we're going to make a bunch of jerky. Yeah. And then go back out for a regular season. Absolutely. Unfortunately, you and I are gone for duck opener. Yeah. So that's how it works, but. Um, but we're still after it. Yeah. Anyways, talking about ducks, 
Uh, Cam got it. Well, we both went out, but it was Cam's yeah, first my, time. Yeah, my first go. Uh, Banding Ducks. Oh, man, what a so, blast. So what did you think? Oh, it was wicked. I, it, I hope James hears this, but I can't thank him enough. Like, yeah, it, it was a real awesome. cool experience. Um, I've, I, I've always looked into it. I looked into it in, uh, Elmer. They do it in Elmer, yep. I think once a year as well. I believe that's through Upper Thames. Yes, it is. Yep. Um, and I just, it's either hasn't worked out for timing or the program has been full to get into. So I've never gotten the chance to do it. So the fact of going out tonight was super cool. James, uh, so many good little tidbits of information. Oh, yeah. And I just actually marked all the, uh, the like 40 pages of just birds in yep. my, outdoors encyclopedia and i'm gonna just read a bunch of different things because he, he was pointing out all kinds of things yep. like just like, a little square marking yep. squares on, on the primaries the tertiaries um the the tail feathers when they're veed and when they're notched yeah like it's just awesome it was super cool so yep. tonight we got uh we got a, pro- close to 40 birds yep and, and we had an awesome. awesome selection of birds it wasn't just like mallards so we, we got, let me see if I can get this. We got yep. mallards. Yep. We got uh, pintails. Yep. Northern and, pintails. And we got. Kill me smalls. <laughs> okay, I'll oh. give you one. We got woodies. Oh, yeah. We got the woodies. And there's one more. Help me out here. American black duck. But American black duck. Yeah. That's it. So okay. the American black duck is awesome because this year in our area, James, um, through the Ministry of Natural Resources, is doing bounty bands. Yeah. So it's a hundred dollar reward band on the yeah bikes. that was super cool i'd love so, to get one of those flashy green bands yeah so anyways uh keep your eyes out for some black ducks yeah it was awesome too like there's you know a couple bur- or uh yeah a couple of ducks that had come back in yep that Rebands. were his tag yeah like that's that's so cool yeah i well one time when i went before with him he we got ones that were from another bander mm-hmm. so you write it down which is cool because now you know that bird hasn't just gone from a to b which is like you know when someone bands it and someone shoots it yeah you know the bird's gone from a to now where it's been banded and yeah. potentially now to when someone shoots it. Yeah. So. There was lots like, uh, like, and it's, it's cool because no duck or bird gets harmed in any way. No, nope. it was a super Most duck, easy like the, contraption. Oh, sorry. There was a fifth. There was a green wing. Yeah. There's a green wing teal there. Sorry. Some five. Um, I was going to say green wings are really docile. They're awesome. They just lay there and they're like, okay, put a band on me. I don't care. There was a few that were like that. Mallards aren't bad. No, the the woodies kind of kick a bit. A little bit. They're not aggressive. It's just no. they have those sharp, yeah, at the yeah. end of their webs, they have really sharp, like, almost talons just to grab wood and stuff And when they're in trees. It was interesting um, to see, too, uh, once the, because the woodies, they, they'll dive underwater when you try yeah, to flush them they can hold their the breath bin. for about two minutes underwater. So I'm running around in the water <laughs> and my waders trying to flush these birds and me and James are getting them in. Yeah. Marcello's getting ready to get, I have you the know, box get, part. get the work done. And, uh. They were just diving underwater, and you could you just got to slowly wait for their bubbles, yeah, and then go after them again and try and grab them and just kind of flush them into where you need them to be. But um, they get soaked and they actually have trouble flying, yeah, for for a distance for right away until they dry up or yep. flap around a little bit. Oh, exactly. But that was uh, that's awesome. You it, just was, kinda, it was cool. You to totally grab cool. them like you're going through all this thing, like it's just cool. Like you got to see your first duck being popped. Yeah, yeah, that sa- was, uh, sounds really aggressive. Yeah. By the way, you're not like killing the duck. Yeah. First time Jay's asked me, he's like, "You ever pop a duck?" I was like, uh, "I rang its neck." Does that count? He's like, "No, that kills it." I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> then no. Yeah. No. You want to describe pop, uh, popping pop the duck? penis out pretty quickly yeah. there? Um, yeah. So you can tell if it's a juvenile, yeah. like a hatchling year or an adult. 
Uh, the penis. What else? So yeah, it was it was a super cool experience. I loved yeah. it, man. It's uh, cool. Like just, we're going back out in the morning. Yeah, he invited us again tomorrow morning. Uh, said if the ducks are in the area that well, there'll be more tomorrow. Is it awesome? Yeah, it'd be a great way to start a Saturday morning. Yeah, cup Bam. of Joe and go ban some ducks. Ban some ducks. I I honestly thoroughly enjoy banding ducks like and what a cool property that was man i don't want to get into we're not going to talk about where it was but, but ta- wow there's like field bowls there's shallow ponds everywhere it's like a duck and a deer hunter's paradise to me when we drove in it was kind of like when you see like a football field or a soccer field it was like that and a bean field it was just like <laughs> I- i'm just picturing the team of deer lining up and just like <laughs> scrimmaging out there and i'm like all right take your pick yeah that's what i was that was going through my oh, mind yeah. i'm pretty sure we did hear a deer coming in that loud running in yeah the just going through that marshy area there. That definitely yeah. was not a goose no if it was it was probably four feet tall and <laughs> like 100 pounds <laughs> Love it. yeah i was pretty sure it was a moose yeah that was an awesome time i am super excited to do that to, uh tomorrow yeah i just love learning everything like and it's cool because when we duck hunt um, obviously early season, you still see it, but later on in the season, when you get a lot of mallards and green, like the green heads, the gr- head is real green, but in the early season, it's cool because their greens just starting to come through. Yeah. So you like, pointed that out on a couple yeah. of them tonight. Which yeah. It's cool. cool. I love seeing that stuff. Like it's yeah. awesome. Um, learning about the, like what I thought was really cool is the tidbit about the black ducks. Mm-hmm. So if you shoot a black duck and it has a white stripe, uh, like a white stripe above its, uh, it beats flying feathers where the actual blue patches above that if there's any white above it it doesn't count as a true black duck and the ministry can't argue that you shot your black duck limited it's actually a hybrid so to qualify underneath your normal duck limit yeah so if you have a bunch of those instead Very of the cool two that you're allowed yeah it's super awesome so i think that's pretty cool um i think james is a fountain of knowledge yeah and, that's a good way to put it yeah and a like genuine down-to-earth guy loves to show you loves to teach easy to talk to if he's not crazy running around at antler river on a yeah. saturday go uh go over there chat with him yeah he'll tell you just about anything you he's need got to some know. awesome hunting stories he knows quite like we talked about on the podcast before he has pretty cool connections with the beasley brothers yeah um he's met a lot of people and he's done a lot of things absolutely so easy to talk to and he's over at antler river on gideon drive in yep. delaware there so honestly awesome guy yeah i'll be uh i'll be going in there tomorrow to get uh, another little tub of uh, minerals to yep. get back out at my cams. That'll be kind of tomorrow's task. I was able to get everything out just a little over a week ago. Yep. Um, cameras are up, rocking. Minerals out, seeing what's out there. It's been a uh, late contribution to the that bush for me just because yep. of the way things have been going pretty yeah. crazy. But uh, I'm excited to check those cams, and hopefully I'll have some cool picks for you guys to see. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, you're gonna be getting doing some work this weekend as well. Yeah, I gotta do some tree from tree stand stuff and some uh, shooting lane stuff and camera stuff on probably Sunday. Yeah, super important to don't forget to trim those shooting lanes. Yes. So without giving too much details away, uh, obviously about location and stuff, but do you want to kind of go over the process of banding ducks, like the you know like the actual setup and sure yeah like from A to B kind of thing. So. Um, so Basically, there's a contraption there. I'm going to put it at like a 15 by 20 kind of enclosure. Um, And it's made up of a few different materials. There's rubber. There's a little bit of steel and some wood. And it's basically a good way to put it is chicken wire. It comes in a roll. So together you make like a gate at the front where it kind of rolls in. Yeah. So that allows them to. Two ends rolled. Yeah. So that allows them to swim in. But they can't swim out. Yeah. Um, and James checks this so periodically. Um, 
or regularly, I should say. Yeah, like the birds are never in there for more than 12 hours. Absolutely. So, so it's not like these things are left, especially when it's hot. He said if it's hot, you don't really want to ban. You don't mm -hmm. want to have your, you don't have to let them wait too much. Yeah. Um, I guess laptops and my virus. I don't have any viruses. That's cool. Good. I'm glad That's you got awesome. your yep. Norton antivirus system yep. up to date. Thanks for the loud thing. <laughs> Anyways. Thanks, Norton. So if it's too hot, they can actually die if they're in there for too long, which makes right. sense. Like, yeah. a I mean, obviously it's open, but it's like dogs in a hot car. <laughs> um, they all sweat. They get really hot in there with all of them. So anyways, yeah. They're... So uh, there will be, depending on how many guys you, you got there, it was the three of us tonight. So uh, Marcello and I kind of swapped uh positions just a little bit and he was be writing numbers down and he'd be picking up birds vice versa and uh one guy goes in the um box the, yeah the box yeah because the i don't want to really say cage but the cage no, yeah like the ducks are funneled from yeah. the big setup into this like wooden box right yeah they're kind of channeled door. into a wooden box yeah. and that's got a couple different sliding uh, doors thing. yep yep and that allows us to kind of sort the ducks that we want to uh band maybe right away uh, and that kind of worked for us. Like we did the, uh, we set the pintails aside. We yep. set the green wing aside. Yeah. Basically we did the mallards first. Yeah. Um, got, we did a lot of the males first and then kind of worked our way into the females. Yeah. James was surprised. You said like it was probably 90% males, like a lot of, yeah, drinks. to me, like obviously I've never done it before, but he just kind of seemed like, you know, this is a little bit unusual. Yeah. For this time of year, you said it's weird that you get yeah. this many drakes. Um, so once they're all in the box, someone reaches in, you know, lifts the lid up grabs out a bird yep. and then you go along. It's super important to go along carefully with the number on the band to the number you're writing down. Cause again, like James said, it would be a pain in the ass if you put band number 732 yep. on 736 and you've just banded 30 birds Yeah, cause you aren't getting those birds back. So, no. um, <laughs> Yeah, so then one guy put the band on, and that was cool. We all got to do that. You've done that a few yeah. times before, um, but it's just like a kind of set of pliers and, you know, specialty for that, and then the bands kind of crimp them on just loosely so it's not, you know, uncomfortable for them. And then someone will record the number, and yeah. you'll also record the sex and like basically the age. Yeah, so whether it's an adult or a hatchling near. Yeah. Um, so a cool tip that I picked up from James, obviously, I mean – I know this, but it's kind of cool just to hear it and like be like, oh yeah, that does make sense. So if like he was like, yeah, if you throw a mallard, well, I'm not gonna say throw, but when you let the mallard go, um, and you forgot if it's a male or a female, obviously males don't quack. Yeah, the quacks are only from the hens. So if it quacks, you know it's females. So you can write that down. Oh, that's real quick. a very good piece of information. So yeah, when you're calling ducks, you're actually mimicking the female when you're quacking. So. It's a quite easy process banding them. Oh yeah, I guess just having the right place and the right setup, the uh, the proper and appropriate setup yep. for them, um, it, it, I think are the most essential ingredients for that. Yeah, and Jay, I mean, we're not hunting on that property at all, so no. obviously we're baiting it for banding purposes. Yeah. And it's kind of cool to see them all come in, like when you pull up and there's just all these birds and you're like, oh, this is awesome. Oh like, yeah, it was just full. I was like, oh man, that couldn't have been a better first time. There wasn't geese in the trap, but there was geese in the pond when we got they there. Were that's that awesome. kind of is what led us to go scouting. Yeah, we saw all these geese kind of like, like, oh, oh let's go see. Yeah. They're... Couldn't find them, though. I would I would certainly be happy to do this uh, oh, more often anytime. than not, which is 
I, I know James is open to that, and he loved the help, so that's great. Oh, yeah. I mean, can you imagine trying to do 40 birds by yourself and yeah. then going back to running a business? Yeah. Like, you have to grab him out, do everything yourself. And all, he is so fast at He's like, yep, Mallard. Yep, Drake. Yep, this. Yeah. Like, this age. Yep, done. Yeah. Obviously, he's been doing it for 30 years, so he knows his stuff. But it's kind of cool just to see, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's cool. I've never seen a pintail in person. I've never shot a pintail. Uh, I've seen green wings. I've seen. So that was your first mouth. time seeing the pintail. Yeah. Nice. So that's, so that was, that was cool. super cool for me. Like, like we've seen Woody's. Obviously, we've seen. We got a pretty cool photo of yep. the pintails. Yes, we did. Um, so we'll upload that on for your guys viewing on Instagram. Yep. Check that out. Um, it was fun, wasn't right? it? Yeah, it was cool, man. Like I, I, I loved it. I had an absolute blast. Yeah, we got back in the truck and I looked at Cam. I was like, "So what'd you think?" And he's like, "That's the coolest thing ever." I was like, "Yeah, yeah it's awesome." I, it just feels good, like you've done something good, and you know, someone down the road's gonna. Yep. Get a duck that's got a band on it. It's like, yeah, I, I did that. Yeah, yeah it's so pretty that, cool. <laughs> we're talking about releasing these things and pull. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, look at that. I shot a band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, that one's, oh, I got yours. You got mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely all in all, awesome experience for bandy ducks. Absolutely. Um, yeah, like I said, though, James is awesome. I love hanging out with him. Yeah. <laughs> so so you're kind of, you know, Cameron, more of a bow hunter. You love big game. You love you know, bow hunting bears, everything. Yeah. I'm slowly gravitating towards more waterfowl. Like, I've always loved waterfowl. Yeah, that was the saddest news I heard all night. But. <laughs> but. Does banding ducks make you want to shoot waterfowl? Absolutely. Yeah. It's, absolutely. It's just cool being that close to wildlife, and you kind of get a different sense for it, and you're like, you know I want to see if I can go after you know, yeah. that duck that I just banded. Um, I think, like, I think for everyone, well, maybe not everyone, but myself, uh, I know you, like, if you're obviously if you have a successful hunt, you're going to appreciate it a little bit more, but yes. not always is it successful. So no, you got to work for y- it. You give and take, right? Yep. So I've had a couple of good goose hunts myself, but in the late season, we didn't have a great goose hunt. So no. it's kind of like, I need to get back up on the horse, ride again. Yeah. Right. I, I think it's like so far right now, it's like, I like bear hunting. It's yeah. cool. Haven't shot one yet. So yeah. <laughs> thanks. Guy. No, uh, exactly. Best guy ever honestly <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah but i mean i still enjoy it but i can't say i, I absolutely love bear right. hunting yeah, there's waterfowl and deer i love it yeah uh moose i love it so i mean like you said you you told me tonight uh like with waterfowl just the variety of species yeah is, is huge right like i just said there's 40 pages in here yeah. of four ducks per page and yeah. it's just like what what book is that who's that by just in case this is the complete outdoors encyclopedia this is by vin t sperano Yep. Um, it, it's an absolutely huge book. It's a little over 600 pages and this goes in depth of like, here, I'll just have a look at the table of contents. So like hunting and shooting, uh, game animals and birds that alone is, uh, hundred and ninety four pages. That's awesome. And it, all it talks about is species, what it likes yeah. to eat, where they can be found yep. sizing. It's like, uh, I have Steve Ronello's complete guide to big game hunting, yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, but I also have my waterfowl book, which is, you know, just a book on IDing waterfowl. It's yeah, how to it's, distinguish it's awesome. this bird from this bird, like what sounds they make, what they usually like. Um, I I love reading those things. Actually, what I'll do is I'll maybe take a picture, upload it to a story for us. Yep. And because uh, I'm I'm just looking at it. I've read quite a bit of it, but I'm just looking over the table of contents again here. It's been a while since I picked it up, but. Birds got me so interested tonight. It's like, man, I got to go back to that. Birds are fascinating. My dictionary. Like, deer are cool to me because 
like obviously you have muleys, you have you know elk and moose, which are in the same kind of family. Uh, you have whitetails, you have sitka, uh, sitka deer. You have all these different species, but they're relatively the same. Yeah, like absolutely, especially the deers, right? The deer, family, not deers. Yeah. Don't say deers. Um, Steve says deers. I don't like deers. He loves deers. Oh god. Maybe he'll shoot his own deers this year. I hate you. Um, <laughs> so, but with like ducks, like it. They're all ducks, but there's, you know, there's woodies, there's pintails, there's black ducks, there's mallards, obviously, which are most common. There's... And the array of colors is pretty Oh, it's beautiful, especially awesome. spectrums on woodies. Like a drake woody is amazing. Yeah. Um, same goes for harlequin ducks. They're absolutely amazing. Canada geese, obviously common. But uh, so there's a, it's a goose species. It's a, you ever heard of brant? Yeah. Yeah. So we don't really get brants in our area at all. But you do. Mackenzie did. Mackenzie I thought shot, you got no, it. No, no, Mackenzie shot the brand. He was ah, by himself okay. on a solo hunt. Shot a brand. He came in with some cannabis and shot it. Legal. And uh, he, he dropped it and he was like, what the hell is this? So anyways, he looked it up. He's like, shot a brand. And so then I was at a taxidermist once and he was like, so yeah, buddy, got a brand this year. He's like, I will. He's like, does he still have it? I was like, no. He's like, oh man. He's like, honestly, I would do that for the price of like a small duck. He's like, yeah. no one gets brands in this area. I was like, oh. Yeah, that's so I pretty. Told cool. James that and he's like, I've seen like two brands in my life. I was like, that's awesome. So that's a cool, that's a cool trophy. Um. Anyway, I just wanted to say about the this dictionary here. Um. A lot of cool stuff in here. Like it, it does talk fishing, talks camping. It actually goes into camping gear. Um. It talks about archery and bow hunting, and what, like when I say it talks about, it literally has diagrams of every type of you know there's a compound bow there's your trad bow there's a crossbow right and it tells you every part on that bow that's cool. it'll tell you how to fletch it tells you every oh, really? piece of like yeah like browse through it later take it home anytime you want um but yeah if, if anyone's you know just kind of getting into it i don't even know what the value even if you've hunted is. for a long time you can always learn something new man i've been like, i mean i haven't been doing it too long but like yeah. six years and i just kind of subcategorized the duck part yeah you know so just so i can read on birds but this thing's 35 bucks and it's a if you don't really want to stare at a screen all the time good piece of literature yeah i, I, I like having paper books especially when we're at camp and stuff yeah like moose camp no Drive internet up. oh yeah there's like the lull of the day when you're kind of just yeah. waiting and looking around like i love just having a book even like ontario to door magazine yeah once in a while just read some of those things um but those books are awesome yeah so much knowledge in them yeah, no, I love them. Like, I, I don't think anyone it's can pick up. It's pumpkin spice season, so you could go hit up uh, <laughs> Chapters and Starbies there and grab yourself a pumpkin Steve, spice. Steve loves Starbucks. Yeah, so. he does. He, he probably, <laughs> you'd be interested in going for a latte soon, I bet. <laughs> latte? Yeah, I'll message him to um, see what he says. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> um, but yeah, so those books are handy. And those I like I like how thick that one is. There's a lot of stuff in that. Oh, it's 600 pages? Yeah. It's a lot, a lot of good stuff to talk about. Oh, yeah. Um, so... We're almost near the end. We're not going to do it just yet, but uh, obviously stay tuned because we're going to do the giveaway. Just a little teaser. Yes, sir. It's like a half midway teaser for the episode, so I like doing that. Um, so on the topics of literature. And books. And books. Which are almost the same. You know, I actually hated school. I was not a school <laughs> guy. No. I like gym class, but I hated did. carrying around books. I hated books. Yeah. Now I actually don't mind grabbing Cause we're getting a old. good book. We're getting older. Well, speak for yourself. But... Okay, gray hair. <laughs> my whole head of hair looks like my father's. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, just kidding. Love you, Dad. Anyways, what do you got in your hand there? Um, so this is the called Backroads Map Books, uh, the Northwestern Ontario edition. 
and this is going to be in my pack with me so it's kind of got like a it's a water resistant obviously if it gets in a lot of water she's gone but it's like a water resistant you can spill a coffee on the top and not be worried right um so this will be in my pack for moose hunting and this gives me all kinds of topographical maps roads atv trails canoeing paths all kinds of different things um and this shows every WMU in the northwestern Oh, it actually region. shows, like, your hunting WMUs. Yep. Okay. Yep. So this is, you know, I've got our WMU here. I've uh, done a little bit of homework on that. And What WMU are we hunting in? Just kidding. No, we're not telling. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, fishermen are the worst for that. Yeah, we're not even, totally. I don't even feel that bad doing that because it's like we're nice and they're not. Um, All fishermen are evil. <laughs> I, would, I would say so. <laughs> uh, anyway, this piece of literature uh, can be bought from Sail Outdoors. You can also go on to Google and type in Backroads Map Books. Yep. 25 bucks for this book. That's not even bad. Yeah. Um, I like that. It, I didn't know that it did the WMUs. Yeah, which is awesome. They also offer their map packages for like your Garmin GPS, okay. all kinds of GPSs. So you can download that stuff right to like if you don't have a GPS with topos. You can upload your topos right to that. They have packages for it. Okay. Um, I do want to say, I'm not going to give away too much, obviously, because I think our next couple of ones we want to talk about gear. Yep. Uh, but I do want to say thank you to the guys who messaged us about gear for uh, walkie-talkies and stuff. Like yeah, BS. absolutely. That was key. So anyways, we did pick up some new walkie-talkies, which I think we're going to be extremely happy on. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll do a little review, yeah. if you will. Yeah, we got podcast. new like coolers and stuff and i want to cover all that but yeah, i just do want to eh? yeah i just do want to say though thank you for messaging in, and we really appreciate it and, um we love talking to the people that kind of said hey like listen last one blah blah, blah. yeah it was awesome you know we just we like carrying conversations on so <laughs> yeah I would agree. um i think that's cool because we're small you know we're just a couple of regular guys um and so sometimes when you message the bigger companies they don't give you the time of day yeah where us it's like <laughs> let's talk on all the time man oh, like yeah. so that was super nice for you guys to kind of be like hey these radios are good anytime these ones anything. suck yeah so that was awesome i think with this whole like especially tonight being said like i've never uh invested too much time myself into waterfowl but mm-hmm. i i'm doing a little it changed your mind eh? i'm doing a little mobile shopping right now for you just gotta get app. some bands on that lanyard oh man what a blast oh fun fact that i definitely have not said on the podcast. Should we do like a little Marcello's fun facts? Like, hey, fun facts. Friday fun facts. Yeah, I like it. Because we, then we got to do a, a podcast every, every Friday. Okay, but whenever we do true. podcasts on Friday, we can do that. That's true. <laughs> we could have Victoria come in and okay, do that. Okay, so fun facts. This is where hey, guys, it's Marcello with fun facts. <laughs> um, so I do like geotechnical stuff for work, right? Yeah. Um, so like soil inspections, different stuff. Anyways, we were stripping out the soil. Tell me if I did tell a story on the podcast. I don't think I did. I don't think so, but I know where you're going. Okay, cool. So I, we were digging out soil, and I saw something kind of flicker in the sunlight when we were digging with excavator. So I kind of asked the guy to stop for a minute, and I dug in the pile. I and, love that you asked the excavator to stop. Hey, man, this, things this, are this important. Is awesome. So I was like, because it was just way too shiny to be a rock. So I jumped down there, and anyways, it was a duck band. And I was like, no way, I just found a duck band. Like, it was buried. It was an old gravel pit. Yeah. It was buried like a meter, meter and a half into the soil. So I was like, okay, so I pulled it out, whatever, cleaned it. Obviously did all my work, went back to my truck, called in the band. Um, it was banded 27 years ago by guess who? James. <laughs> by James from Antler River. So I went in there and I was like, uh, hey, James, look what I found. Anyways, he was like, no way. He's like, where was it banded? So I told him where it was banded and he's like, 
I banded that. I was like, yeah, you did. <laughs> so anyways, uh, super, super cool. 27 years older than I am. Like, uh, was a mallard hen and, uh, that was really cool. Like how often does that happen? Yeah. Luckier than me though. Corey was driving down the road, saw a dead goose on the side of the road. Did not hit, the, did not hit it. Just saw a dead goose. Yeah. Slammed the brakes on his truck, backed up. It was a double banded goose. Wow. It had a band on each leg. That's awesome. Yeah, so now he has as many bands as me total because of those extra two that he got. You're going to lose sleep over that. <sighs> a little, I'm a little bit jealous, <laughs> man. Like, um, I would be due just to decorate that neck, necklace. Yeah, so. I got a few on mine, but That's true. Now, he's, now he's tied for me because of that stupid thing. Um, but anyways, yeah, that was, uh, that was my little fun fact. That was kind of cool. So Okay, fun facts are over. <laughs> Um, so I think now we could do our release. Drum on... roll? No, don't drum roll. It's going to yeah, sound don't, terrible don't do on the audio. Yeah, don't drum roll. I was never good in drum class. <laughs> All right, so we're going to, I'm going to swing on over here. And we are going to go through our roulette, as Marcello would say. Yeah. Okay, right, I'm going to do. my way a little bit here. Yeah. Uh, let me just kind of, so I think we had right just a little over 30 people messaging in, which was pretty awesome for about a week. Yeah. yeah. Not bad. Um, with the amount of downloads that we had, I'm a little disappointed in the people that didn't. Message. I'm not disappointed. I'm just, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I'm not mad. Disappointed. I'm just disappointed, son. Yeah. And that's where, um, I'm a little bit surprised because you know, there was a lot more downloads and I don't know why people wouldn't want free stuff. doesn't matter to us. I mean, maybe they don't got an Instagram. Oh, that could be. Maybe the next I did one. have a few messengers that didn't have, like, a profile, like, no photos, no followers. Interesting. Yeah, so, I don't know, maybe people did make an Instagram for that. I guess That'd you live cool. and you learn, right? Right. Well, there's um, going to be a lot more giveaways of cool stuff, so. Okay. So, I'll just, uh, you tell, yeah, me, when to, you cool. tell me when to stop, and I'll uh, say who wins. All right. All right, stop. And so, the winner is Devin Beatty. Oh, uh, no, we can't do him. <laughs> That's our buddy. Yeah. He's disqualified. Yeah, you don't win. I'm just pal. kidding. You didn't win, but the uh, win actual winner is H to the Feather. Um, so, can you message us? Uh, give us your content, like your, you know, your postcode, um, your address, everything, and we're going to ship this stuff out to you. Cam, do you want to tell them what they won? Yeah, so what you got is a um, Ontario Outdoor Pursuit t-shirt. Oh, yeah. Let us know your size. Absolutely. Um, You also got a Titanium Archery Products um, stabilizer, and you got some Kickaboo Spices and Marinade. Yeah. So So congrats to you. A little bit of free stuff. Uh, We will do more giveaways like that. Um, If there's some things that you guys want to, you know, that you think would be cool, realistic for us to give away. Yep. Let us know. We get our hands on some stuff without a doubt, and we will have some some cool stuff for everyone. Can you guys give away a Matthews tracks? No, no, <laughs> yeah, we this can't. Is, this <laughs> isn't the Reinhardt 100, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah. So thanks that's... again to everyone that entered, and um, we will have another great cast next week. Yes, with a lot of product review yeah, and, we, and packing. Yeah, because we leave next Friday for Moose Camp. Yeah, it's big business around here. Oh yeah, twenty-four hours of non-stop driving. Yeah, I can't wait. It's gonna probably gonna take us about twenty-six with like stops Hopefully and like gas. Not. Well, like gas all the time. Yeah. Well, if you drove a Ford, you would not have that problem. 
yeah. We, Help me out here. Don't don't buy I a dog. I think the Ford would break down like nine times on the way up to camp. Uh, <laughs> and you get punched. Anyway, thank you everyone for tuning in. Congratulations again, H to the Feather, for winning some free stuff. And don't forget to send us your contact info. We will talk to you guys next week. Yep. And if you're listening to this Friday night, please send it before Saturday because we'd like to go to the post office tomorrow. <laughs> um, anyways, talk to you guys soon.